Welcome to another exciting and informative episode of Rogues in the House, where we explore all things sword and sorcery, delivered with 100% enthusiasm by self-proclaimed experts. So quaff your mead and pound your shields, because the rogues are in the house. And yes, today we are going to get our berserk on, because we're going to do a drill down and review the new film, The Northman, which is now out in theaters. And what's even better than seeing Logan fly into a berserk rage is that joining up with us tonight is none other than the famed shield maiden herself, Sarah Frazetta. Welcome, everyone. Hello. How is everyone doing? That might have been the best intro you've ever written. Well, thank you. I'm getting uh, wisdom and and writing skills through the computer from you guys. Oh, wow. It's the leather cap. I mean, (laughs) I love my leather cap, man. This is like, I'm going to be buried (laughs) with this thing. (laughs) I remark uh, on the leather cap every time I see it. I love it. I can't do a ball cap. I look like a, I don't know, what's a, uh, a poser. You're making that face that you pose Thank you. This is holding your hair. hair under there? Do I have under? Yes, I. but it's it's yeah. that head right now. <laughs> That's nice hair. You don't have fluffy hair. I think we talked about the looks for the first 15 minutes of the last show. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please, keep it coming. <laughs> it's fine German hair, dude. Yeah, yeah it's German that hair. skin, and I'm yeah. so envious. Yeah. <laughs> you, too, uh, you too, Logan. You, thanks. You thanks. <laughs> Logan, are you German? What's going on there? I have no idea. I'm actually adopted. I have no idea what's in me. What? Yeah. You, you can get the 23, and, right? The DNA test. I, I'm going to. I have not yet, but I am. You know yeah. what? He's going to find out that he is not only of Viking blood, but he may actually be of like ninja blood too, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, family were this... like Vikings that migrated to Japan to become Buddhist monks. So all yeah. my favorite tropes. Yeah, two of his least favorite tropes yeah. all mixed together. <laughs> I'm sure that that ninja is a is a thing that comes up on DNA tests. Yeah. Are they, are they from anywhere so. in particular? It was either that or monk, and you know, I went with yeah. ninja. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow. Okay, this started off well. <laughs> no, it did, and then we did. derailed yeah. you, Dean. Yeah, um, that's, that's all right. Fine. That's all right. But it is great to have Sarah on board with us again here in the Rogues in the House podcast. And um, normally we launch into the uh, the bizarre of the bizarre, but we're going to kind of shorten that and let Sarah talk a little bit about some of the stuff that might be happening with Frazetta Girls. Well, thank you, Dean. Thank you, guys. Um, I won't I won't ramble on too long, but yes, we have a all new Death Dealer comic series coming out. It Ooh. will be it'll be shipping on May 11th and stores on May 11th. Um, we have a solid team. We we joined forces with Opus um, and Sendium um, with the mastermind Lexi Leon behind the whole operation. It's indie comic, so it's really exciting that we hit. 50, just about 50,000 copies. Um, and this is just issue number one. And um, yeah, we're, we're like the response. No one's even seen Matt. You've seen a little bit, but I have so seen we, some. We, we've, yeah, yeah, we've, we've teased some of the interiors and um, it's just, it's just, I, it, it's, it's a dream come true. This has been something we've been working on for almost a decade. So to see it actually happening now is crazy. Yeah, (laughs) I just I I agree. And like I have thoughts on modern comics. Um, I used to read them frequently. Uh, Oh, shit. 
Um, oh, <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> like you haven't <laughs> you said that it? before. <laughs> no, I know. I keep getting, I keep getting older. Right. And then I keep thinking 10 years ago is the same amount of time, but it was probably like 20 years ago now that I was like reading uh, the comics of the day mm-hmm. anyways. Um, but I've, I've leafed through a few and like the interior art is just not what it used to be. I'm not saying there aren't good artists, but whatever happened is not the same thing as like John Romita and John Buscema and any other Johns who were, were doing comics. But what I'm saying is I have glimpsed uh, some really sweet interior art from these um, death dealer comics. And of course, if it's something that's um, a tribute to and a springboard from, you know, the great Frazetta, it has to be good. And it is, it's very good. Thank you. Stefano Martino. I mean, he's just, I, I talked to him the day that we spoke a couple of days ago, Matt, and, and mm. I just thanked him so much because what I noticed with his art is he just really captures like that movement that that my grandfather yeah. always did. And you have to have that. And and he also draws really beautiful women, which I was like, we have to have the women mm-hmm. for Zeta <laughs> girls. That's what he's exactly. known for. They have to be gorgeous. And you have to just want to like, you know, just the beautiful and the, yeah. and, and the male characters have to be also beautiful. Right. And the cre- the creature's beautiful. It just has to be. And, and I really think that Stefano captured that. And, yeah. you know, as artists, you never think you're good enough. He's like, Oh, you know, I'm just, <laughs> just, I'm just trying. I'm like, well, you're, you're doing a great job. So I, I think everyone just involved, like, I mean, all the cover artists and you know, Simone Bianchi, we, we went live not too long ago and he was just thrilled to be able to do a death dealer <laughs> comic cover. I caught um, some of that. He was, he was so you, excited, yeah. man. He was so excited. <laughs> he he yeah. really was. He just, yeah. he could talk probably for like days and days. Yeah. He was, he <laughs> was talking. He had a lot to say and it was like, it's just, you know, when you see someone that's just genuinely really excited about something and, and, you know, Oh my God. Well, I, I didn't expect to be like the host that day. We were supposed to go live on his page and then he couldn't get it to work. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm hosting this now. Interesting. We'll see how this goes. So that I, was, I, I, I applaud you for fine, what you do. Yeah. Well, now I suspect you're a fine host. I, I can tell. Yeah, you're, <laughs> okay. you're being, you're giving me I'll a swallow dubious. It. <laughs> you're giving me a dubious expression. No, yes, you're good. Um, <laughs> So I actually have a question about the comic. You said it's going to be in stores on May 11 and like up for order. Is it also going to be available on like those, um, I want to say like app platforms, like comiXology kind of thing. Is it like, is there a digital digital, version? Yeah, they're they're working on digitals. It's not going to be available on May 11th, but at a later date, we'll have all digital copies. Yeah, I'm like, we have to have digital copies. Yeah. 2022, what are we doing? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I got to think you kind of have an ace in certain regards, because the thing I'm talking about um, with interior comic art, again, there's still good stuff going around, but it seems like the publishers are pushing the timelines and some artists are kind of forced to phone it in at points. Mm -hmm. Um, This is not me throwing shade on the whole comics industry. It's just with somebody doing a tribute to Frazetta um, and carrying on with that legacy, any artist worth their salt is going to bust their ass to make sure it is fantastic. And Absolutely. yeah, from what I've seen, it really does look great. And uh, it's got me excited to read some comics again. Mm-hmm. The story, I love the story. And honestly, like I saw some parallels with the Northmen and just, it, mm. I, and, it, and that made that obviously excited me. Cause I was like, good, we're in good direction. But um, yeah, it's just a really, it's, it's solid. It has heart. It's, 
uh, like, you know, of course you get a action. Um, but, but I, I wanted to blend that together. And, and I think Mitch Iverson, the writer did such a great job. And I mean, mm-hmm. the issue, issue two is incredible. It just keeps building and building. I'm like, Oh, this is exciting. And I'm not, I'm not really a comic reader. I've read some and I'm like, okay, they're, they're, but so I, so I expect, I expect a lot. I expect like a, a movie and a, a comic book. Mm-hmm. So these guys really delivered. You have to forgive me is, um, cause I don't know, is this going to be a limited series or taking it as far out as it'll go as far as, out as it will go in in, ter- in terms of quality we won't okay right keep it going just for the sake of going when, when mm. the story's over it's over but we we are planning to death dealer of course is the protagonist but we we we're, we're gonna what we're going to create is a frazetta universe so oh, we'll see cool. how far that's how far cool. that can take us yeah that's in that's really exciting that's great yeah. yeah, I think I know of some other project you might have in the pipe uh, about that, which I will not mention, of course, because uh, I shouldn't. Yeah, because I'm like, That's what? like a classic <laughs> cat line. He'll say he knows something. Can we talk about it? I do know stuff. I'm going <laughs> to. He does. <laughs> I he got, does. There's all kinds of things. I, mm-hmm. I And I'm a vault man. If you want me to keep a secret, if you want anyone to keep a secret, I'm good. <laughs> I am so good at it. Yeah, he yeah. only has five or six people he tells. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're and, and also I leave a, really a, good at keeping secrets. Yeah, a digital a digital paper trail as well. Yeah, uh, uh, Sarah, I do have one question. I don't know if this is uh, putting on the spot or even if you know the answer to this, but um, the old novel series, I think by James Silk, who wrote them, the yeah. the Death mm-hmm. Dealer novels. I'm curious, like. Is this comic series uh, beholden to that at all? Is it a fresh launch? Like, where are the stories being drawn from? Yeah, that was going to so, be my question too. So thanks for asking. Yeah, it's a great question. This is this is fresh. So mm-hmm. Mitch and um, Lexi alike, they both had had never read the novels before. Um, I don't. I. I I think they read the Danzig comics, which I don't know. You can't really read them. <laughs> you just sure. look at them and see total gore and violence, whatever. A lot of people love that. Um, but yeah, they're starting clean slate. There's some, there were, again, what, I haven't read them either. And actually they're really hard to get any copies of them. They're like nowhere and they're really expensive. But I did hear a rumor that he wanted to reprint those novels, which, you know, we'll, we'll see. Because that mm-hmm. has I'm, that has to be with the family involved as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, totally different story, and it's. I I yeah. I was gonna say I feel like if I was in charge, I would I would suggest <laughs> uh, yeah do that have have some liberation yeah. from it right. Let the art kind of speak. Let it lead you somewhere. Um, and 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 start a little fresh. Well, it's, it's a different time too. You know, yeah. I mean, those were sure. written very long time ago and um what in the early 90s is that was it when they were written i think they were uh i read them i i was gonna say late 80s yeah yeah, yeah. Long. yeah. i should know that but i, I just yeah. yeah i i will never forget it there there was one passage uh, i read the first one <laughs> it said something about like i don't know if they were describing a guy's helmet but they described mm-hmm. it as like a tarantula's like ass they didn't say that <laughs> I, I, like but i i had like this to image. fit him you mean like that's yeah like were... it was like a furry helmet that went on sort of like the back of a tarantula and, and someone else described something as a schoolboy, and i was like that's a strange thing to have in a barbarian novel yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well i, I mean... read the second and third and i thought the third was it was great because i feel like it was standalone it didn't connect to anything else and i really enjoyed it 
two, I was missing something because I feel like it connected to the first. And I didn't have it. So, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, yeah. That meant to the first. Has I enjoyed the them. They, yeah. they were um, 1988. So the year yeah, I was born, right. that's when they came out. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, these guys, they're like in their late 30s. That the guys that are working with us on this, uh, Lexi and Mitch. And they just, I think our, our goal in Frazetta Girls is just to keep connecting to the younger generation, the current, you know, everyone currently in pop culture. So the fandom continues to grow and, and right. last. That's, yeah. And you, you've got to, you've got you to do to. that. A, a lot of fans yeah. are like, Oh, it's too modern. It's too guys. You got to get realistic, man. Well, we had an entire well, yeah. episode about that, that if we don't keep bringing it to the new, new consumers, it's going to die off. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, like, why do you think Disney does ever, ever they remake a movie? What every 10, is it 10, 20 years? Something, something like whatever. that. Yeah. So, but because you have to have, you have to connect to the new generation. There's always going to be change. That's the only thing we can count on. So you, you just, you, if you like your old version of whatever Cinderella, then watch that version. It's you can still there. It all. It's still mm-hmm. there. If you want to read your the 1988 James Silk novels. They're maybe yeah. still there. Just yeah. Really dig. <laughs> Lord, <right. laughs> yeah. You're going to pay. Go thrift shopping. Yeah. You're yeah. going to pay a premium price for them, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I would also yeah. just love to know how Danzig came, came to like, I saw a picture of uh, Danzig with Frazetta. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know, uh, this is my selfish question. Cause I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. What do you know about that? Is there anything, you know, about that interaction? I do know that he came to the estate. My grandpa liked him. He said he was fine. And mm-hmm. I was, he, and anyone that was just unique and like very themselves, my grandpa, he liked it. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, he came out to the estate and he pitched the idea. But I think my grandpa ultimately said yes to, to the novels, to the image comics, to, to uh, Verit, Veritic. Is that how you say it? Verotic? Oh, uh, Verotic. Verotic. I think erotic. I want to say erotic, it's erotic because there's no way there's no way erotic <laughs> yeah. is not part of the pronunciation. Yeah. It's yeah. Verotic. Yeah. So basically when he was pitched the idea ever to do like a comic series, it was always with this is going to be so big. We're going to get in this, into a movie, a live action movie. So everyone brought a lot of promises that they you know, you, you don't know. It's Hollywood. You don't mm, you, sure. you have the whole oh. team set up. You don't know if it's going to go through. It's it's crazy to say a hundred percent. So so it was very their their interaction was very much like business and you know Simon Bisley he my grandpa did remark a few times that he thought like his his portrayal of Death Dealer was just way too big and then after the comics came out my grandpa said some kind of you know not very nice things about the comics and I and uh, I but but he also said that in defense of all of the creators that ever worked on anything with Frazetta. Anytime it just wouldn't go to the theaters or live, you know, do a live action and animation, he'd just say, oh, it's stunk. I didn't like it. But before that, he'd be like, oh, I really like it. I love the <laughs> art. The story's great. So that was just that, you know, he, he didn't he didn't really like to lose. And yeah. I think that was his competitive edge to yeah. say, oh, it's shit. You know, I, I, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Are we allowed to <laughs> no, You yeah. can. Yes. <laughs> 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 so, you, you censored before and then I said it again. I'm uh, sorry. No. sorry. That's just because I teach um, school. Rats. <laughs> You're good. Okay. You are fine. Curses. Curses. <laughs> but but yeah, so I, I again, like I, I read an interview where he was praising Bisley and then after it didn't do well, he was he was saying it wasn't his his taste. So yeah. 
I mean, I gave you a lot longer of an answer than, no, no, than I, you, of the question you asked. Sorry, man, I, lo- I love this stuff. That's this catnip to a nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Nerd alert. Yeah, I, I, it's just it's funny to me that like, I don't know if did I ever tell you guys this? Um, so I, I work on the Conan board game. And when we were developing the last expansion, we sent it, uh, or no, sorry, this just came about on Facebook and a buddy was like, <laughs> a, a guy PM'd me and he was like, yeah, you know, my buddy, I play this game with Danzig and uh, he really likes it. And wow. I was like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> um, wow. And so <laughs> I was like, do you guys want to like play test? Like we could use people to play test these, these scenarios. And uh, yeah, so Danzig is one of the play testers in the Conan board game. That's a, that's an Easter egg. If you look in the wow. most recent book, you will see Glenn Danzig in there. And uh, I feel my, like a gee. long time ago, you told me, don't tell me buddy, but Glenn Danzig is a play tester. Yeah. So now we can say it. <laughs> and my, my friends who, uh, who, who also play tested, who are like old punk rockers. Right. I mean, they, they were pretty thrilled to have their name. Uh, alongside Danzig. I hope it's all true. I think it is. Hey, I, I Matt. Have, <laughs> had some photographic cool. evidence. So Matt, it, uh, I got a question yeah. for you. I love playing the Conan game. Who yeah. do I talk to to get to be a play tester? Oh my God. You, <laughs> you're good. Why didn't, why didn't you ask? Like, well, you reach out to Zen Dark Magazine and then ask for the guy who wrote the Conan articles. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You got to yeah. go through my people, Dean. Okay. All right. Who are your people? I think I'm your people. <laughs> <laughs> I have many irons and many fires. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in fact, I'm going to reveal something right now too. That uh, I'm just going to say that it may be that uh, something I'm doing uh, will tie into things that uh, Sarah does as well in the future. Um, Okay, she didn't have a questioning look on her face, so apparently she is aware. I'm I'm aware. Yeah, (laughs) my facial expressions uh, are really really? obvious. (laughs) (laughs) I won't say I won't say anything more. I just you know, yeah, it's a reason to get perhaps excited if things shake out the way they should. So yeah, Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we don't want to ever promise the world, just like I said. But if if they shake out, yeah, no promises. Yeah, I used to promise a lot. And then it would fall through. It's like you jinx it. You just curse it. Yeah. You can't say it's for sure happening. It's yeah. I have a really true. noisy chair. I'm sorry. I'm like in this old chair and it's like horrible for this kind of scenario, but it's fine. You're I'm fine. So I haven't heard it. So. Okay. It's, I'm, yeah. it's, like, it's like really. It's loud. <laughs> That's just Matt's bones <laughs> creaking. <laughs> oh, buddy. I have that too. Oh, oh. my God. I all like just sit and crack. And I'm like, that doesn't yes. sound good. <laughs> so I started wearing uh, elbow wraps. Okay. I finally broke down. I'm like, oh, I'm almost 40. Elbow and wraps. so I, I put on these elbow wraps because people were like, because I got like tennis elbow or no, sorry, golfer's elbow. I don't even freaking golf. Um, but it's from like curls and pull-ups or something. But I put them on. And what it does is it kind of nestles your whole, the area in a wrap. And I don't know why, but it hurts less. Because it's com- compressing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, doctor. You're not- yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not uh, <laughs> Are you a hypochondriac? Because I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Today, I, I, I had a bad day today. <laughs> it's one of those days where I'm like, all right, mental institute now. But um, no, I, I was going to ask you, Matt, like, 
the older I get, this is really sick and dark, but yeah, the yeah. older I get, I'm like, I, I can justify it. It's like, I'm happy because I'm like, oh, now I can justify all my aches and pains and my <laughs> cracking. Cause so I'm like looking forward to every year where I'm like, well, I feel old. And then people look at me and go, yeah, you're old. Cause now no one, no, no one believes me. They're like, you're too young for that. I'm like, thanks. That doesn't make, that doesn't make it any better. Uh, you're just telling me it's not going to be a very long life that yeah. I have. Here. <laughs> Sarah, I, <laughs> or a I, long, I, miserable one. I don't you Oh, know. you guys I, are killing. I feel me. you on Sorry. that. I do. Okay. Matt, <laughs> will be dark over here? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And we need to talk about this health anxiety because uh, yeah, every goddamn day I, I feel that. I, I really it's, do. It's, it's bad. Dean doesn't because he's literally Captain America. Yeah, he actually Dean's has happy. been alive since World War II. Not even Dean frozen. Ha- Dean, cool. blow everyone's mind. How old are you? I am. I will be fifty-seven in October. That's crazy. He looks like he's like thirty. And he just like see how he's like sitting, like he's comfortable, like his yeah. back. He looks like yeah. he looks he yeah. looks alive. And I'm just like like, like, like yeah. stiff. I saw Madonna. I don't know if you guys watch TikTok, but Madonna puts up these like really interesting TikToks. And she was doing this like dance, and she you know she's she's old, like and she like couldn't move her upper torso. And I'm like, Whoa. oh my god, that's where I'm at. It was really. <laughs> It was really sad. <laughs> but yeah, Dean, you Dean, you sit very youthful. You look, you, you just have a, is that I, from happy thoughts, Dean? I, you know what? Life's too short for Dean, drama happy shit. Thoughts. Yep. Happy thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key. Dean, Matt, happy here, thoughts. Yeah, here's the thing. That doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> I've tried. My elbows still hurt. <laughs> well, still- okay. For those who are listening and can't see this, Matt literally hyperextended his elbows and they snapped. Yeah. Like there you yeah, I that? can't yeah. do that. I don't I don't do that. Um so here's the first thing. Stop doing that shit. <laughs> what am I I wanna it's hyperextending? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then you just want to keep hearing it to be like, oh, this yeah. is this is bad. Like right. it's like some, it's it's a uh, really bad cycle. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be more worried if it stops because then I go, well, what does that mean? Now? Oh my god! Right, uh, right. Do I not have tendons anymore? Have they no more? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Never did I think I would have this conversation. I love Sorry, it. I love it. I think it's good. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. So uh, uh, we need a real good segue right here. When she was talking about, you know, uh, earlier about, you know, violence and and all that kind of stuff, I thought, man, what a great segue. But now I got nothing. <laughs> okay, so uh, well, this movie came out. Yeah, this movie. About it. We're gonna talk about it today. <laughs> yeah, Logan to the rescue. Logan to the rescue. Thanks, Logan. Logan. Logan, the great anchor. Yeah. Great anchor. So uh, yeah, Matt went like completely off the wall bonkers when Been talking about for months yeah when months the when months. the trailer came out and rightfully so the trailer looked amazing it was and so he basically flooded facebook and all things like you've got to all go see this i'm so excited for this i'm so excited for this and he saw it on opening day by himself as you no, i did not i had friends <laughs> but i do like going to movies oh. by myself these days oh, okay. it's a lot of fun okay all right. Well, I thought you went by yourself. I thought that was your thing now. I'm into it. <laughs> I, did I didn't too. have to because uh, everyone else so. wants to see it. Yeah. You went by yourself, Logan. You Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. I took my wife because my <laughs> wife's uh, education is in um, film theory and critique. And it looked so much like the type of stuff that I thought she would like. But then I also thought she would like The Lighthouse by Eggers. And she <clears throat> she hated that. I'm not going to give it away what her reaction was to Northman until we start talking about it. 
Well, I think we're here. We're okay. Here. Yeah, I, I just, I just we, wanted to we've say arrived. my excitement for the Northman wasn't uh, based on the trailer. I mean, obviously the trailer was cool. Um, and I read about it a couple of years ago when it was announced what this movie would be. And to be honest, I mean, Logan and I talk about this a lot. It's like, I'm kind of over Viking stuff. Um, it's not that I don't think it's cool. It's just that it's, it's, uh, it's omnipresent, right? It's, it's in a lot of things. Um, and you know, everything it's, not, it's in everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's not always done yeah. well. It's the new zombies, right? Um, zombies. but it's that I love his films so much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the witch really brought me into that atmospheric horror. I've watched it many, many times. It's, it's the films stay with me. I think about them days later and the lighthouse. I mean, it's almost a joke at this point, all of my family and coworkers know I'm weirdly obsessed with this film <laughs> that involves two men in isolation, farting and, uh, <laughs> and other things. And I don't know what it is, man. It just, it just really works for me. So when you put something that could have a sword and sorcery lens, Mm-hmm. Um, or, or a movie through that lens by a filmmaker I adore. I mean, we're cooking, right? Right. Well, I saw it and I agree. It was, it's a great movie. Um, I wouldn't say it was, you said it was an instant classic, I think in one of your, our off mic topic, our off mic discussions. I don't know if I'd go that far, but my gosh, it was definitely, it kept my attention for the entire, what is it? Uh, hour and Two hours, two hours, two hours, 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 the entire time. I never once looked. Here's the thing. I'm a clock watcher. I always have got to see what time it is. I never once looked at my watch. He's got wood to chop. That's right. That's how he stays young. I got stuff to do. Good night in the time. Uh, Actually, uh, you know who's more uh, hardcore about the Northmen than us three? Uh, Sarah Frazetta is because she saw it twice. Wow. Oh, wow. I did. So the first time, like you, Dean, I, the time passed, I was in the world. Mm -hmm. I think what I really loved about it was the sound, the the sound, the track, the soundtrack to it. Yes. The score was a score. I'm pretty sure it was a score. Yeah, that's a score. So the score was incredible. Um, The atmosphere, Matt, thank you. You brought me on to Eggers. I didn't even know about him until a few weeks ago. And I watched both The Lighthouse and The Witch, which I I, I like The Witch more because I think the the light, I I did like The Lighthouse. I appreciated the atmosphere and everything about it. It was very masculine, the film. I think it's a dude movie. It's It's kind of a dude movie. movie. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I'm, I'm masculine in ways. I understand that, but it's, it's a very much, like you said, like the farts and the very dude (laughs) things, which, which I saw again, in Eggers did in in the Northmen with the has to do the fart and the burp. And that kind of like, I rolled my eyes a little bit being a little, <laughs> my feminine was coming out going, oh, oh, not funny. <laughs> Cause you're not a six year old boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it farts, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm well, no, my, my like hypochondriac insane brain starts going, it's a problem if you pass gas like that, because you're like allergic to the food you're eating. Then I start just getting like sick. And I'm like, oh, I, I hate, I hate I love myself. That. I love it's that. the mead. It's, it's, it's the goddamn mead and yeah. the venison. Yeah. <laughs> poisoning their Viking bellies. You're overcooking it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where was I? I, I, I loved it the first time I saw it. The second mm-hmm. time I saw it, which was last night, 
I think maybe it was because maybe I just saw it a few days ago. So maybe my brain wasn't ready to see it again because it's like too much. We're, you know, we're very, right. yeah. we want to see new things. That's how we're right. wired now. Now, um, yeah. But I, I noticed more of, I wouldn't call it a problem. It was just a, like a little bit of a slower pace than I thought it was the first time I saw it. And huh. then I saw, I, I appreciated scenes more the second time. Mm-hmm. And then I, then I kind of pulled some scenes apart more. That where I was like, oh, do they have to? That's a that's not a great again. This is could I do it better? That's what my grandpa would always say. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you do it, critic. <laughs> but but just being very analytical about it, I I, I just like I said, the, the one scene, and I'll let you guys talk, but the one scene I really appreciated, which I didn't the first time, was when how how do you say the brother's name? It, oh, I I I mean, I, meant, I meant to look that up, the uncle. Yeah, uh, fall. let's call him Claudius. We'll call him Claudius because it's a Hamlet. Claudius. Thing. Yeah, yeah Hamlet. Yeah. So he, um, I'll say the 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 man who looks just like my grandpa's ink drawing of a Conan, which we should pull up at some point. Oh mm-hmm. my god. We, we will put um, that in a in a social post because when you shared that with me, it's like, oh my god. Anyways. Yeah, and I, who knows if he ever had seen it? I mean, he did. Eggers did mention that he loved Conan the Barbarian a few yeah. times, so I'm I'm sure he saw some Frazetta art. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but the scene when he was with his new, his son, his uh, son with Olga and, and he was teaching him about the, the being, um, how you always have to be ready to be a slave, um, or, or, or king. And it was very, the, the, the energy between him and the little boy, it was so like authentic. Like you really did feel like it was mm-hmm. a father and son connection where it was like, just so undeniably like smooth and every and, and the interaction and the whole scene like you felt like you were really there like what I always think of like the best acting is when you feel like you know you shouldn't be seeing it you shouldn't be observing it you're mm-hmm. you're there as a fly mm-hmm. on the wall so that one for me like and, and that's such an unexpected scene to be kind of obsessed with but yeah that that became the one in the second viewing yeah uh, well and actually Sarah you've been doing some uh acting classes i'm told uh, well you told me <laughs> yeah so it's a hobby like i'm uh, right now i mean it's it's one of those things you know in life when you feel like you just keep feeling it in you you have to do it but it makes you like want to vomit because you feel so scared to do it so sure. that's like what acting is for me like i i see it and i'm so passionate about movies and actors and their performances and and then i always have that in me going uh it's like self-deprecation going to be too old. And then it's like, but, but being older is better at acting. So what are you saying? You're resisting, shut up. Like, and so I finally just, I mean, COVID, none of us could do anything, but I finally went back and I'm just doing it and having fun with it. And did you do like high school plays or anything? No, high school. I was no? like uppity. And I was like, I don't want to be the theater kids. Okay. <laughs> I was, too I was cool. not like a theater kid for like stereotypically, but I did one act plays and I really enjoyed it. Like it was That's, fun. Yeah. I, well, I did it when I was a kid, when I didn't have, a, when I wasn't, before I was an egomaniac, I was, sure. I loved being, I loved being, I was like in <laughs> Madeline and all Aww. kinds of plays. I mean, I loved, I just love everything about performing. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I did it on and off, like in 20, all through like early uh, 2010 to 2014. And I got some com- little, little commercials but oh, that's it awesome. was really, well, it was really about like, do I want to commit fully to this and sure. go out to LA and, and be rejected? <laughs> and this, like, is, do... <laughs> this is a huge segue, but like child acting reminded me. So when I was, God, I was like maybe seven, there was an Oscar Mayer hot dog audition. 
right? And so my mom signed me up to like be this kid, like auditioning for this Oscar Mayer Wiener commercial. And my whole shtick was like, I dressed like Elvis. And then I sang the Oscar Mayer Wiener song like Elvis. And that was Please. like my can, first Can you do acting. that again? Thank you. Let's do <laughs> that right now. I'm, I'm going to sit back and relax. I want to hear this now. <laughs> but before he begins, I just need to highlight the fact that Logan looks like Richard Dreyfus in Jaws. Okay. And I bring this up a yes. lot. Yes. So you're talking to Richard Dreyfus here, uh, Sarah, that. about acting. So yeah, just be no, careful. So. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. You do. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think that the name that we were looking for before was uh, Framunder. Is that it? Say that again. Framunder. Framunder. Sounds right. Yeah. Framunder? Yeah. I mean, Logan, do you, have you ever like considered dressing up like him for Halloween, like with the glasses and everything? And I right? have. Yeah, I, I have. Did, yeah. You, you have dressed up as him? I have, yeah. yeah. Do you have Wait, pictures? What? No, I, I mean, they're like like physical pictures i don't have them like on my phone or something but i could probably find them or my mom could find them oh Why that's great <laughs> you dressed up as richard dreyfus no no no. we're talking about elvis right oh okay. no richard no, richard dreyfus no, 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 no. sorry Rich, you have I to do it as richard. no i have yes. not dressed up as richard you need dreyfus, to be. but it is on the list because matt has yeah. been telling me about this richard dreyfus stuff matt, for like what? three years <laughs> why didn't so, you show me i'm trying to get my my girlfriend here to dress up like the shark for one halloween and i'm gonna be richard yeah, dreyfus yeah that's so awesome yeah. that's so awesome <laughs> i mean you're better looking than him though logan like you have, thank you i appreciate yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you look like, you're a good look good looking oh. richard dreyfus his te- his, you know his teeth yeah, yeah that's fair <laughs> um going back to the movie um one of the things that i always look for especially in a period film and when it comes to like anything from about the 800s to about the 1500s, I look at the costuming. I'm a historical yeah. reenactor and I still associate with a lot of people who are into the Viking reenacting and stuff like that. And they had a lot of great things to say about the costuming. And I love the fact that everything was, I mean, it was dirty. It was dirty. Yes. Um, not that that time period was necessarily always dirty, but I mean, they didn't like shy away that nobody had like shiny leather armor and that kind of stuff. And nothing was that nothing stood out to me as completely anachronistic or unbelievable in that. Well, yeah. it's interesting you say that And like, I'm not a Viking historian. I'm not, I'm only going off what I've read in archeology span magazine and national mm-hmm. geographic. Okay. But I read that there's evidence that Vikings were obsessed with hygiene. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is true. That A lot true. of combing, primping. Yeah. And, and uh, not braces, but the, you know, in the trailer, you see the Valkyrie thing and it has like the, the what teeth. they, yeah, what they did and is all they, the people they, in the comments, like you see that on my Facebook, everyone's like, Vikings didn't have braces. It's not braces. They it's filed. Right. They're not braces. Yeah, they but, filed their teeth and yeah, then stained yeah. them with a red or sometimes blue dye, and yeah. it would go in underneath the enamel, and that's kind of was a much nice like, detail. So, much like right. woad wow. on a a Scottish or Pictish yeah. warrior. Yeah. So is it? I wonder because um, Slyfnir, which is um, Odin's horse. His mm-hmm. eight, there's cats going crazy behind me. Um, <laughs> Sleifner is like his his steed, right? Mm-hmm. Which is all, that's referenced in the movie when he. Uh, and we're gonna go spoiler with this, by the way, folks. So if you've yeah, not seen this movie, you should probably 
tune yeah. out. But watch it first. When he starts enacting his revenge and he makes that morbid sculpture uh, that is, you know, the the eight legged horse. It's eight legs, right? Yes. Okay. Um, no, they, it, they, they, it doesn't matter. Yeah, his eight legged steed. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. But the horse has runes carved on its teeth. And so I didn't know if that was a connection uh, with the Valkyrie having those on the teeth. My understanding is it was done by many, uh, not many, but some of the Vikings, both male and female, that they would score their teeth in different designs. I don't see any reason why a rune couldn't be put on. I mean, you know, the, the, the mm. rune for strength or bravery or something like that could easily be yeah. done and then died in. So. And, I don't and, know. I can't remember. It was in an archaeology magazine um, article that was talking about it. And I don't think there's like a ton of like teeth that exist in graves that are carved. But I know that there are right. some. Mm -hmm. They also like a lot of like flamboyant colors. But I don't know like yeah. what time periods and like obviously when they were trading with like the Middle East and stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, and it's a huge patch of history, right? Like there's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot of. A lot of different time periods going on with that. Yeah. Um, uh, Dean, just just so you're—I don't know if you know this or not—but Eggers is very adamant on the costuming and the authenticity of um, like of his sets and things yeah. like that. Like for the witch, he the house that they're in, he had them. It was built using only tools that would have been available at the time. So oh, wow. I remember reading that when that yeah. came out. Which no, that's part cool. of me, part of me is like, oh my God, the pretension. Uh, yeah. Right. And, yeah. But yeah. if it didn't, if it, <laughs> but if it didn't, you have to admit, man, the feel is there. Listen, you don't, you don't doubt it for a second as far as what yeah. you're looking at and believing it. So I have no doubt that all those costumes were as authentic as they could be. Yeah. I know plenty of people who are reenactors and they're into their history and everything like that. And they try to do things, you know, sometimes they will make their own fabric by creating it from the ground up, dyeing it with natural dyes and things like that. And no machine stitch. And, yeah. you know, just that was the same. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. machine stitch for the witch or this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, part of me is like, mm, that's a little bit, uh, you're going a little far was, there, buddy. But what was the budget of this film? A lot. Uh, 90? Was yeah, it 90, 90 million? 90 million, yeah. I think it's what it was. Yeah. And as of today, oh, someone posted this on the Discord. It has only made up about half of yeah. its budget so far. Has so it been released overseas? Yeah. 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 We're talking, yeah, it's it's not going to make its money back. And they knew that going in. Like it was yeah. almost impossible. And I think about Didn't 30, you say the budget went up? like out of their control was that the pandemic or something yeah yeah covid was a problem um i think it was i don't know i'm spitballing but i think i read that it was like 30 million increase right oh okay 30 million yeah H here's my take on that like obviously it's not going to be profitable theatrically but um you got streaming you got downloads you got people buying the digital release a lot of people are still not comfortable yeah they're not comfortable going yeah. to the theater um, which is, you know, that's fair. Um, but I think that even if this film is not a financial success, it was a huge critical success, right? Mm -hmm. Critics loved it. Mm -hmm. Audiences who are into this kind of thing really seem to get what they want. And I think it kind of blew people's hair back. Uh, a lot of folks who've just not really seen that. What other film have you seen where it all culminates 
in this crazy naked sword fight at the base of a volcano. Yeah, and that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> as, as weird as it sounds, yeah. I feel like that is something people crave, you know? I'm not knocking it's, like Marvel films or things like that, but it's decidedly different than that. And I think a lot of people are craving it. And, you know, you brought up yep. it by saying it's not a Marvel film. Of course, there's so much CGI in Marvel films and stuff like that. And I don't know how much of this was practical effects and CGI effects and things like that. But the action was not so manic that you couldn't follow it. Sometimes mm -hmm. in these action films, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just so over the top. Shaky and cam. this was yeah and this was so much more Shaky believable i yeah. was kind of surprised at how how little gore there was i mean there was yeah. a couple of scenes but there really wasn't a, like a lot of gore uh yep. evidence of him smashing someone's head in but you never really saw that you it was always off camera i think the most but that's like the best way to handle that you got mm -hmm. your brain fills it in better right. like yeah. that's the best horror movies too that like that stuff happens off screen i think the, like a hint of it. yeah the biggest part that was maybe a shocker was the uh the disembowelment of one of the warriors the nose too that's oh, what I was oh yeah say. the that nose was, the nose he, yeah when he sees it again and you're like mm -hmm. and then he snots out of it yeah i did like that that was, that very, was cool you know yeah. boyish but it was good i'm like that so, was <laughs> Um, wanna, but you know what, what you said, Dean, sorry, Matt. No, 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 go for it. I, I think what, and I, and I, cause I was just saying the pacing, but it is more like, and what you were saying, Matt, it's not like a marble, like quick action, like this and that. So with our, with our brains that have, you know, like TikTok brain mm. where you have to take it a 20 second, whatever to be entertained. And I think that maybe because Robert Eggers is so just he's so smart he's just he's, he's like yeah. he i think he that he did that on purpose to be like you sit there and watch the damn right. scene it's a little bit longer than you like but i don't care this is old right. old cinema get back mm -hmm. to it and, so yeah. it was refreshing to see mm -hmm. something that and was that is that is uh exactly what my wife said because she said this reminds me of an ingmar bergman film and yeah. she said so much of this reminded her of that the the photography the cinematography and some of the shots of the big faces in the screen taking up the entire screen and things like that and that's what appealed to her and i was really nervous when i took her because i was like i do not want to drag you to a movie that you're not going to like um because i have done that but at the same time she's done that for me too um <laughs> but she enjoyed it she really enjoyed it uh she gave it what she would say is a solid a for a movie wow wow yeah, I, I heard Ingmar Bergman. Uh, his I don't name know who that is <laughs> uh, the Seventh He's, Seal. Seventh Seal. He's a Swedish or Norwegian filmmaker from sixties and maybe early seventies. Man, that's like thirty years before I was born. Believe me, it was way before <laughs> me too. But we had to watch oh, it. Wasn't because I, you were no, born not. like nineteen nineteen? <laughs> Dean, you fought in World War II. With All right, okay. Here. All right, so I'm gonna, yeah. No, I was dating my wife then, so I would go watch anything that she was watching in college. You know, I saw oh, some you were, really the the good boyfriend who's courting. Right, yeah. I was courting. Uh, yeah, so because the, uh, that's what we did back in the 1920s. We courted. Yep, courted. Logan, I got to bring this up because I'm going to forget. Yeah. So. Um, there have been comparisons uh, from this movie to Conan the Barbarian, 1982, and we can talk about those. But the thing about the nose, right? It's Conan 2011. It's Conan 2011. Like, yeah. how is that not a reference? Yeah, so that's funny. Uh, I thought the same thing. I hate that like, movie, but yeah, but 
I love that the movie. Guy, the guy, okay, so it's uh, a revenge story, right? Yeah. Yep. The nose gets chopped off, right? And then he finds him later in life when he's yep. fully grown, and he basically tortures him with a, you know, he jams something in the nose hole, and it's grim. Yep. But like, is that, is there some kind of historical um, saga? Like, is that something I missed? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, no, because he, he don't didn't Conan volume five written by Robert E. Howard. Do you remember the Oh, you're story? going to the Del Rey's. Well, yeah. Or no, sorry. The, uh, the, the, the ace or the, uh, Lancer. Like, yes, the Lancer. So remember when he was fighting, did you see it when he went into the cave and he was fighting the, Oh yeah. That's the okay, yes. crypt. Oh yeah. yes, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Right? Yeah, that's that, definitely there. hundred percent, Sarah. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, the I whole was like, wait, scene I read was this. straight out of 82 plus. Because <laughs> yes. in 82, they wanted okay. to do it, but the special effects weren't good enough to make it look like the rest of the movie. Yeah. So they just oh, cut it out okay. and made the, like, made the yeah. snow part. It was, uh, gotcha. it, was, it was the beginning of one of the stories of the early, as as you said, the Lancer yeah. or Del Rey's. It was the thing in the crypt, which was. By what? Yeah. The camp or Carter? Yeah. One of those. Was, that, I think it was the two of them. Yeah. So both of them together. It was Cam- just, okay. So it wasn't Robert E. Howard. It was no. But okay. It was tacked on but with still, those books. Iconic. Okay. A lot yeah, of people yeah. say that's one of the better stories of the, those two it roads. It's but a Sarah, cool you're pastiche. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100 correct. When I saw that, I wanted this. You know, whisper to my wife, "That's from Conan '82." But yeah, <laughs> so I did to my boyfriend. I'm like, "That's I read that," and he's like, "Wow, you read a book? Congratulations!" <laughs> you wanna? You like, wanna shut crack up. Yeah. What do you want for that? <laughs> but it's it's interesting because that, like, I've got to. Where's Robert Eggers? I got to ask him a question, but was was he maybe referencing that story that he read or was he referencing just purely conan 82 because in conan 82 they've got that it it seems as though yes it's going to attack it has that slight movement yeah, and it right. crumbles and it goes crom and <laughs> oh my god don't get me st- we'll, we'll get some arnold voices in here yeah. but, uh, i can't help <laughs> okay do it oh, that is come good. on you bastard <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little clap for that one. That was good. <laughs> I get requests sometimes. Um, what was I saying? God damn it! <laughs> Something oh, yeah. about the the. Well, it's just, you wanted to ask me if it was like I want to know supposed to be eighty two. Was it Conan entirely? Did he watch twenty eleven? Yeah, or was it the? Did he read the DeCamp story and then he yeah, put yeah. that in there? Or maybe he saw the old Ralph Moeller uh, TV show. Oh yeah, because that came happened to too, didn't it? And it had like six limbs for some goddamn reason. Yeah, Remember that one. What the hell? Yeah, is that? yeah. Anyways, yeah. Obviously, now, if he is a Conan fan, I assume he's partaken of all of those things. Yeah, a guy who reads... you told me the other day he's not a Viking fan. No, which led me down a rabbit hole. I'm I don't know for sure, but I oh, think. Oh, okay. Idea... Wait a second. You're about to talk about something you talked about on uh, on our Discord chat or our Facebook yes, chat, right? Our, all right, yeah. sit back, folks. Here we go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> so a long time ago ex-girlfriend really liked true blood okay alexander skarsgård is a character on true blood named eric northman sarah's okay. nodding she yeah. had a bit of, <laughs> she had some thirst for the true blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a viking and he's a vampire so he's really old and like it has a flashback to when he was a, a kid and like his family gets killed 
Okay, there's a lot of parallels. It's not the same. There's no real connection. But Alexander Skarsgård said he always wanted to do a Viking epic. And Matt told me that Eggers wasn't really a big fan of Vikings until this one point in the interview, Alexander Skarsgård was like, Eggers, we got to do this Viking movie. And I don't know exactly how that went down, but I think it was probably part of Skarsgård's passion for Vikings mm-hmm. with Eggers' maybe passion for Conan that made the movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree that would with be you my, on that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah, like I did read something around that about the genesis of the film. Um, I know that I think it was after he visited somewhere in Scandinavia. Right, right. Um, that he was like, you know what? This stuff is pretty cool, right? I mean, it's um, not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is. It's just overdone. It's overwrought <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. how I feel. Understood. It's cool stuff. It's just, and also white supremacists have kind of co-opted it a bit, which is a bit like, ugh. Yeah. Makes Stop that, guys. Gross. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, though. That's not good. Yeah. Um, but they don't speak for us. No, (laughs) (laughs) they don't. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, so we had that. We had the thing in the thing in the crypt was there. He fought the bit. What do you think about this? Sorry, I'm really there's a cat just flipping out. (laughs) Yeah, my puppy is down here chewing on things he shouldn't chew on. The what? Sorry. The the zoomies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And you're like, what the hell is into you? (laughs) My biggest, fattest one. Every time he takes a poop. He takes a poop and he goes crazy. He just like starts just coursing around the so house. He feels so good. He's he feels like, like yeah. you gotta get it out of there. Wait a yeah. second, yeah. you guys, you guys don't do that. <laughs> I mean, Dean some doesn't stop <laughs> <laughs> in My yeah, household, Dean. yeah, in my household, when the cats used to do that, we don't have cats anymore. We call yeah. it the Fritz because, well, the Fritz, the Fritz. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think <laughs> Dean's diet is so clean he doesn't poop. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep going here. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? The cat. Uh, was- you were about to allude Coffee to some eggs. other. Thing. Some other connection to Conan, oh, I think. Yeah. yeah, the other Conan connection. So obviously to the um, the fairly early on scene where uh, his dad gets killed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the arrows are jamming in there and yeah. he's watching at a distance. He's seeing it happen. It was kind of transposed. It was almost like him watching his dad in The Northman was kind of like Conan watching his mom in the original he i mean he conan watched mm-hmm. his dad die in the original yeah too, yeah it just wasn't as like dramatic yeah as the mom yeah there's like one other thing i'm thinking I of though I, I mean even the idea of like when you first see him into adulthood right in the northman he's pulling an oar right you see him sort of he's part of this wild band very wheel of pain very wheel of pain exactly it kind of makes me wonder since this is all based off Hamlet, or like I guess Hamlet was based off. No, this. Macbeth. No, not Macbeth. Hamlet. It's Hamlet. Sure? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Then, the, then the reviewer that I read got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, I, I think there's probably some of that in there as far as like witches and seers as a part of Macbeth. Yeah. But it's but... a it's it's a Scandinavian mm-hmm. uh, saga, and then Shakespeare like Amleth or Amley for something. Yeah. Amleth. Amleth. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then. Shakespeare based it off of that. And then the Lion King based it off of Shakespeare. And but so I wonder if, uh, God, now I can't even think of the director of Conan. Um, Milius. Yeah. 
I wonder oh. if he was inspired by Hamlet at all. I suspect there was some. I, I don't know because I I've never actually read Hamlet, so I, I don't. Oh, I love it. Hamlet. It's like it's my favorite Shakespeare. So that's another that's another uh, point about this that I like. But yeah. I feel like I'm missing a big Conan reference and I can't remember it right now. Well, until oh, wow. you figured out what really appealed to me, and <laughs> it's because of the discussions we've had in the past about what makes sword and sorcery. And one of those things is sorcery is there, but it's not an overwhelming amount of it. It's not like mm. in your face type of stuff. I really enjoyed the sorcery or the magic or whatever you want to call it in the film. Some of it, could be and i'm going to try to gather my thoughts here on this it was really um like the scene where the ravens come down and chew hmm. through the ropes okay yeah was that just odin was that the fates was that luck you know that type of stuff was um, it a metaphor right <laughs> for something, yeah, right? yeah was it did that actually happen or did he just fall yes exactly yeah. exactly and i like the fact that it wasn't you know uh magic did this and i'm trying to think of the one scene where it couldn't be explained away with anything else and i'm trying to remember what it was, it was towards the end um but i cannot for the life of me right now think of what it was it was a point that i brought out uh when i was talking about the film with my wife and i was like i like the fact that the sorcery the magic was there but it could also be explained away with other things mm -hmm. but i can't or remember like, what that scene is now when he's in the crypt too when he's in the crypt, he has the battle with this Draugr, mm -hmm. right? Which is, that's a whole other uh, part of the myth. Um, he fights it, kills it, but then goes back in yeah. time and says, yeah, that didn't really happen. Or did it? I don't yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it, it suggests these things occurred, which... So I, I view this as straight historical. Like, yeah, it's weird, but I thought it was all, I don't know, played up as like making it like more like a myth. Like the events of the movie happened, but some of it was embellished. And mm -hmm. we as the viewer aren't privy to exactly what's embellished. We can make a good guess. So I didn't actually think there was any sorcery at all. It was just part of the story. I like that explanation. Um, That's really good. Yeah. I like that. And you're talking about a people who they have these beliefs, right? Right. They were they believing that Odin believe. was got. Yeah. So yeah. their experience of the world is going to be colored by, you know, their ideas. Of, I mean, the whole movie thematically was about fate. It was, I am fated to do this thing and I know specifically where I must do it. Right. And it's a goddamn volcano where we're going to have a naked sword fight. It's going to be cool as hell. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I saw it like the opposite way, like the mythology, like part of or the, the witch part of it. I mean, that really, the, the, like just the family tree. Like I love, I really connected with that. That was I, cool. Yes. I, I just saw, I mean, I, I saw it as, yeah, you could think, did it really happen? But then if you think the thought that it happened, happened right like in the universe mm -hmm. like you get really weird mm -hmm. and like out there thinking um but like even but what's her name bjork when she was the witch yeah like, would, and then was it was she there but in in my interpretation yes she was he saw her just like we talked about last time some people see ghosts some people might see these these mythological mm. creatures witches mm -hmm. um so yeah, my, my brain took it as more like, oh, this is this is part of the movie. This is a well, big way. I wish there was more. 
Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily unfounded because if you look at uh, Egger's other films, like the witch doesn't mess around at all. That's a real witch. She is stealing babies and mashing them. It's not like, oh, the witch is a metaphor for, no, there's a real witch. And so- Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of- It's like, I'm not a film guy like you, but I also did not see that movie like that. I thought that they were having hallucinations on, on the ergot. But I also know a lot of history about the witch trials because I taught that. Um, oh, I yeah, thought no. most of it was a hallucination and they were sick. That and witch, the, is, the, that witch the was White real, House, man. I'm also, even though I haven't seen it, I'm sure that's not real. Uh, I see. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. The lighthouse is just so goddamn crazy that I couldn't so. tell you either way. I don't even know necessarily at the end if there's even two people there, right? There's, there's some suggestion that one of them yeah, has been dead a long time. I think it's just... Uh, it's like limbo in that, you know, time is a flat circle and all of these things are occurring and have occurred and they're all, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know that, that this is perhaps a little more heady than we can handle at the moment, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. That, but that, I'm sure that's the intent. Like the, both of them are valid ways to look at the film. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and, and I think ultimately whatever, whatever way you choose to take, you can find evidence for both. To support your point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eggers, Eggers was saying that he in, in the Mark Marin podcast, um, mm-hmm. he was talking about how he started getting kind of lost in the magic. And then he'd have to talk himself out and be like, okay, that's not logical, it's not real. I'm I'm very bound to history and facts mm-hmm. and science. So mm-hmm. so I, I do think his intention was more aligned with what you guys are saying uh, regarding mm-hmm. that's how it's could be interpreted as. Yeah, I I really like your description there, Logan. I think if I see it again, which I will probably when it Mm -hmm. starts streaming, that's probably how I'm going to view it. I'm going to look at it with that kind of a focus. That's really Mm -hmm. good. I like that. I'm going to watch this movie like 7,000 times before (laughs) before Christmas. Maybe your family will be happy. They'll be like, oh, good. No more lighthouse. Oh, dad's, <laughs> yeah. dad's in the dark on the couch watching a different movie drunk. Scars <laughs> <laughs> start again. No. Yeah. What? Um, Check out these traps. You don't see these traps? Yeah. No. Uh, Matt, one thing you said in your review, which I agreed with both times I saw it, was the, was the lack of connection between Anya and Skarsgård. Yeah. And yeah. I understand in those times, you didn't have a lot of time to make a baby. You know, you have to just get it done quick. You're not <laughs> yep. hoarding people like the 1920s. Like you guys are, we're joking about. I know you were yeah. in the 1920s, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> no Dean-style um, yeah. yeah, so you didn't get to really court. You yeah. just felt a connection, probably very like pheromones and like, oh, we need to connect and procreate and make babies to keep the planet going for humans. So I, I get that. But because we're in 2022 and I selfishly would like to vicariously live through the people on the screen and have some romance, I would have enjoyed a little bit of a stronger, even if it was a connection that it's not part of the storytelling, but like as actors together where you could feel like a something like I either hate you or I love you, but I feel something like. Yeah, yeah. it was a little cold, wasn't it? I mean, it was. Yeah, a little institutionalized. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> they rattle both... me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Braveheart. Sorry. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. There, there was really whether you hate Mel Gibson or not, like you, there's he 
when whoever he hires for his casting, and I think he's a big part of his casting, he always finds people that like really look in each other's eyes and like yeah. you feel yeah, yeah. like wow, yeah. like yeah. I, those yeah. people know each other and those people have yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, so I just don't. Yeah. They didn't have it. No, I agree. That made me sad a little bit. I'm sure that was intentional on Edgar's part, but I also yeah. agree that it didn't seem from our 2022 modern perspective like realistic like as far as like a chemistry or connection or whatever it's not that they're bad actors the script was bad oh no they're I'm sure it was intended yeah but uh yeah yeah I, which who i also read in other reviews and critics reviews who also love the movie so that's i think that's a universal thing yeah so. yeah and i here's the other the elephant in the room is kind of that in some ways he has stated that this is his this is his cut of the film, which it is, but he's saying that studio pressure and intervention actually helped him to get it together and to make it what it is. I buy that, but I also don't, right? Because I think there's a part of me that thinks that there's probably some interesting stuff on the cutting room floor. I all that stuff that was probably chopped out to make this an accessible film to try and make some of that money back. And you remember um, him saying that on NPR. I heard it. Yeah. NPR and I mean, you, you can't be promoting a film and then say, well, this isn't my cut. You know, this is not, you can't do that. You've got to, you've got to sell, 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 sell. So I think it'll be interesting to see in a, you know, a year or two, how that might change. And if I, I feel like we probably won't get another cut because everything's very yeah. expensive. And he's also very against them. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, I he mean, doesn't like, he has yeah. stated, this is the cut, this is it, but I can't help but feel there's more going on there. And my other thing is I love his weirdness. I love yeah. uh, the reason I love the lighthouse so much. Cause you like his farts. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a signature thing. Like he's, yeah, he's I got farts. Okay? They were in there. They were in, they, we got a single fart in the Northman, maybe two. I think I we know. all have our favorite directors and Eggers is definitely mad. So long ago. Well, he's uh, my favorite modern director probably, yeah. but yeah. Way before this movie was out, Matt read an article somewhere that talked about the farts in the lighthouse and Eggers said something like, you'll get more of that. And he texted Dean and I and was like, more farts. <laughs> and you're like, what? I may, I, you're coloring it in such a way that uh, that's not exactly what I said, Logan, but I was excited that it was going to be a big budget, weird movie. And the farts are, uh, yeah. they're a call sign of weirdness. <laughs> Did you guys see The Revenant? Yes. Yeah, I like uh, The Revenant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love The Revenant. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, why can't, what's the director's name? Uh, in, it, I can't say his name. I can't pronounce it. No, I, I can't he's either. A Mexican director. He's just so freaking, I love those, those shots that just keep going. Um, didn't those, he do a continue. Harry Potter movie? Oh, is it Alfonso no, Coron? He that, didn't do that. that no, not, no. not that Let one. No. Let me see. I'm looking name. it up. Yeah. Alejandro he did. Gonzalez. Oh, okay. In, in a root. I don't know how to say that last name, but I can say Alejandro Gonzalez. Sorry. What other film did um, he do? There's something else that I'm oh, not Inar remembering. Inaritu? Inaritu. Yeah. Um, the other movie he did, which I obsessed with, The Birdman. With Michael yes. Eaton. Okay. Oh, man. I had a it's, hard time watching that one. I don't I know why. Never. Oh, I loved that one. That's on that my to-be-watched list. So, Sarah. You haven't seen it? No, I have it. I actually, I literally bought it at like a, yes, it was, and it was in my, it was about to be watched and then. The damn kids got in the way. I don't love it because it's weird. Dean, isn't yeah. it? It's weird, right? It is weird. And I, yeah. I think maybe I wasn't in the right 
it just wasn't in the right situation to watch it at that time. Um, you feeling dark, Dean. You have to be. I guess dark. not. I, I, is it dark? I love yeah. dark. It's dark. He, for sure. uh, he also did that Babel movie with Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett, which was not very good. Uh, can we go back to the revenant real quick i got a bit of trivia about that and this is historical trivia okay Uh, so that guy that was the story was based on he wasn't going out for revenge to you know go after the killer of his son he was going after the guy who stole his rifle he did all that to get his rifle back yeah because he didn't have a son in real life he went back for the movie he had a gun specifically made for himself and somebody stole it and he went after the gun. Which, that, that as much as I not- like that movie, I think that would have been a better story. Just because, like, John Wick goes after all those people because they kill his dog. Right. Like, the simple thing. But they he were didn't thinking- have very much, but he had this gun. Yeah. And they took it and left him for dead, and he wants it back. Right. Yep. As, but, as, you know- as the only Canadian in the room right now, I have to say that is the most American plot I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the director said, will the audience accept right. that? So they said, well, nobody's going to want to. Which is just like that. the conversation that we had about the, the love interest in yeah. Northman. Like, yeah. you need that human connection. I get it. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, uh, Sarah, something you said a minute ago, I think. Are you, are you you're talking about with the Revenant, the sort of one shot takes like the single take mm-hmm. where it just I tracks great. and goes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge Paul Thomas Anderson uh, fan. Actually, I say that, but I haven't seen a lot of his later work. But people often ask me, what are your favorite movies? And I say, Conan the Barbarian and Boogie Nights. So, <laughs> yeah. About a barbarian and then the porn industry. But <laughs> um, I do, I adore. That shocks me, actually. I adore <laughs> Boogie Nights. But if you watch it, like, there are so many long shot takes. And there's just something magical about those. You have to take all the time. You have to set it up. You got to block it like crazy. Your actors have to be on point. And, but it's just so immersive. And obviously the first time I noticed a single shot was children of men, which is. Oh yeah. And that's really good. And that's, yeah, he does those as well. Okay. Can I step in here real quick? You get nothing and like it. I just want to, I just want to make sure it's clear that the Northman also does those shots. Yeah. Yeah. The raid sequence where, you know, he's, yes. he's they're approaching that wall as the berserkers. They throw the spear. He catches it. He wrecks. I'm pretty sure that whole Just thing to keep tracks the entire time. About what he wants to talk about. I actually have a question specifically <laughs> for Dean. Could okay. someone catch that spear? Yes. I I would say it's not un, not impossible. It's but, not an arrow. It's not it an, not an arrow. It looks so easy. I was like, because that. Yeah. I was like, it's yeah. super cool. Well, here's super my cool. biggest issue. And I'm going to go back to this whole long shot thing that also ties okay. into the actual movie we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you could throw a spear that far. That looked like a long it way. It like a long way, right? Guys? I have thrown spears and you're lucky to get, you know. He was maybe... throwing it from an elevation. Okay. Yeah. But they were also, weren't they standing on a hill and then they came down? They they were they were elevated, they were like but I think wolves. the yeah yeah yeah. But I think the the like the spear the guy who threw the spear was elevated as well. Unless you're a javelin thrower, you really I don't think spears I don't think you can throw it that far. So all right, I'm gonna go back to long shot films. So this movie is supposedly based on the saga that eventually led Shakespeare to read or write Hamlet, right? 
Mm-hmm. So Hamlet was made into a movie by my favorite director, Ken Branagh. Yeah, I, I like that version. Yeah. That whole film was essentially shot as if it was a play. Yeah. They did one long shot for each act. Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. It was did. as if it was a play. So it was all one thing. They had to know all their lines and everything. Everything had to be set. All the cameras had to be set. Mm-hmm. And they did the whole act. And if they messed up, they went back and did the whole act again. Has anyone seen that King Othello with Denzel Washington? I saw that. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. I I just saw the sword fight. You mean Macbeth? Do you? Was it Macbeth? Macbeth? Is it King Macbeth? Is it recent? No. It is recent. Oh, yeah. That's a different one. That's a different one. Tragedy of Macbeth. Tragedy Um, of Macbeth. That's it. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that one. It was done by one of the Coen brothers. It also sort of struck me as slightly uh, Bergman esque as far as the the palettes and the big wide blank mm. shots. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Um, also, so when we get together, we're going to crush a bunch of beers. We're going to get some spears. We're going to, mm. we're going to test these series boys. Uh, what's going to be funny. Be so what's fun. funny is that Dean will still throw the furthest despite Matt having the biggest arm muscles. <laughs> well, he's not going to do it with a golfer's elbow. Certainly not. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'll have, have the wraps on. I'll have the wraps on. I'll have the wraps on. I'll be fine. I can do this. <laughs> the compression sleeves. I'll be right there with you with my compression sleeves. Exactly. I'll, have my ne- I'll have my neck brace on. You'll hear the cracks. You'll be like, <laughs> I have I got a back brace. If you want. <laughs> Just down the hallway, I have a Viking spear. Yeah. And I can go weigh it and see if you can throw it. <laughs> I was never much. What do you think that weighs? Um, well, the one I have is about, uh, it's pushing about six and a half feet tall. It's got a blade that yeah. is about this long. Um, and then it's got a weighted end at the, at the back. Um, but it's probably a good, I don't know. It's probably about anywhere between nine and 10 pounds. That's what I thought it would be. If there's a whip, there's a way. That was, yeah, that, that was a callback. That was a callback. Callback to a previous. Callback to a previous episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah, we're actually going to test this theory when we visit uh, the Frazetta, y- y- the museum there that you're setting up um, in the spear in, in February. Yeah, we're bringing spears. I feel like Florida is to the, the, to the original place. art. <laughs> 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 See how barbaric Frazetta's art is. Going to test the spear. <laughs> I heard he didn't always use sturdy materials, so this, this might be a problem. <laughs> No, he didn't. I love that was like my favorite story in the in the museum, just talking about how cheap he was. And I'm like, I shouldn't be this. I'm like so happy about them. <laughs> no, that's fun. That's, that's yeah. fun. Those are fun. Yeah. Stuff. Um, but wait, so this the long scene, then we can end the long scene mm-hmm. if you guys want to yeah. end the end. When when I really liked when he did that between the two brushes of, of trees, and then you mm. see the first time you see Skarsgård and it goes out you think that the boat you think it's going to end when the boat passes and the second boat comes and then they pan out and go around that was that was a really interesting shot yeah yeah yeah. it was weird it was weird like it was a really different but I like different I like when you can when you can know whose movie is who like Eggers style and it's great yeah I mean that's that's kind of it when we were talking about earlier like TikTok brain and how certain movies are just I think this might be a might have been a Michael Bay thing, but it's like if your shot is cutting every second it, or, or every few seconds, constant cut, 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 new setup, new cut. When you watch a movie that does not do that and it just lets you kind of eat up the frame for a bit, I mean that's candy to me. 
Uh, I think it's interesting. You like, I, I am, I like Michael Bay movies, but when you talk about TikTok brain, to me, that's Guy Ritchie films. Yeah. I well, hate yeah. Guy Ritchie films because it yeah, seems like every like 30 film. seconds I'm supposed to laugh or something's happening. Someone's doing something quirky. It's quirky, mate. Like it's very quirky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to make some sausages, quick. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make some sausages. Sausages, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, but he has an interesting editing style and it was kind of unique to him. And then everyone sort of ripped it off too, but that's fair. A few props for Guy Ritchie on that. He also did make that God awful King Arthur movie. And that God awful Robin Hood movie. You know, I've never, I haven't Isn't seen Robin King Hood Arthur movie? still. Or, no, King so, Arthur. I heard that dealer was in it. Yeah. He's pretty much in it. You can get yeah. some lawsuits going here <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty much would have been, he was death dealer, except he had a scythe which made it lame kind of because yeah. the cool thing about death dealer is he's not like death incarnate and has a sight. Yeah. He's got a friggin' ax or whatever he's doing. And of course all the Frazetta movement and all that wicked stuff, but you should see it just to have a peek at that and then turn I will. it off. You, and you can probably YouTube 30, it. 31% man. That's, they didn't do very well. Yeah. No, it's not good. That's on the rotten tomatoes. Some people yeah. really like it and good for them, but I, I don't, I thought it was painful. After I, I I had to go back and watch Excalibur to clean, cleanse my palate. God, I got to rewatch that. It's been a long it time. It looks since like they had a, a great cast, though. I mean, I guess it's just what the story. What was lacking? Well, everything, everything, <laughs> everything. It wasn't King no. Arthur. It was I'm, I'm a I'm a purist when it comes to the King Arthur stuff. And, you know, I just I feel like you couldn't you're recognize a purist to legend. Wait, hold on. But you couldn't even recognize him as based yes, off the legend if you didn't yeah. know he pulled a sword from a stone and they weren't named that. Yeah. yeah. Like it could have been any generic fantasy movie and instantly better because you weren't associating with anything. Right. Yeah. Except for those terrible CGI sword fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'll be somewhat fair to that film. It kind of had me for the first half, maybe even three quarters, I was accepting it. And then the CGI <laughs> sword fight with like, the zoom in camera. Yeah. It was just, it was just so ugly. Oh yeah. It yeah. was not, it, it just, be- I was going to say the atmosphere. I don't, I don't like the the colors. I don't like the, no, it's, just, it's, it's a very cool, modern and boring, predictable yeah, take. Yeah. yeah. Lacking atmosphere. All of that. No good. Yeah. Spot on. And they stole that dealer and put a up. Yeah. No good. Lost like <laughs> no question in my mind they stole death dealer yeah it no like it was i heard it so many times people would message yeah. hey did you know death dealers in king arthur i'm like yeah and then no. i'm watching it and i'm feeling a sense of guilt because i'm like cool death dealer because i'm watching this <laughs> just junk movie and i'm like liking that part and i'm like but that's not even death dealer it's like a dollar store death dealer so like what is this <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So now we're on to King Arthur. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go back. We're good. We're good. We're yeah. ground. So, I mean, I don't know. We've been at this for a bit. Maybe we should uh, perhaps work on some closing thoughts. Is there, are there things that, um, that anyone was thinking that you really wanted to shout out about this? I, Sarah mentioned it earlier on uh, the soundtrack. The soundtrack for me yes. is at least, I, if it's not half, it's, damn close to half of what really attracts me to a movie and what kind of mm. just grabs me and brings me into the film. My favorite movies have the best scores and soundtracks. I mean, yeah, we always go back to it. 
the I Conan, completely agree. The Conan soundtrack so from 1982. The Conan soundtrack isn't on Spotify anymore. Oh my God. If, can someone like explain someone why? Cheerios. Yes. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Fred Momberg if he knows. Okay, Dean, I'm going to ask him. Please. Ask him. That is like my number one go-to soundtrack when I want to go somewhere fast or if I'm at the gym or someplace yeah. like that. It's not on Spotify. It disappeared. Everything else is there. I'll find it. that one. I'll find it. Sarah, you know, you know, you know, Fred, don't you? You work. You've, yeah, 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 I know you do, actually. I love Please. Fred and Jay. They're but so good. It's so not good on TikTok with. either, the, the soundtrack, because, yeah. you know, that would that would be a good overlay on some of the Rosetta videos. And it See, I think it's because Universal owns the rights and not okay. properties. I think that's why. Mm. But it was on Spotify before. They can do whatever they want with it. It's theirs. <laughs> oh my God! His, <laughs> Who are you, Charlie Day? All of a sudden, <laughs> you just shot up four octaves. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that I. I'm sure that I'm going to see Fred at some point. Not because because I hope to meet up with Matt at Gen Con, and I think Fred's going to be there, right? Yeah, they're yeah. typically there. Yeah, I that's think the one question there. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, God, pin him down. I have a question, guys. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So I have a question. I know it's it's Conan, right? Conan. 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 No, no I don't care. <laughs> no, Sarah, Sarah, you are correct. Conan. C O. It's Conan. Yeah, I do as believe in, that's what it's supposed to be. I yeah. don't know if I can ever not say Conan though. My grandpa, when he said Conan, yeah. it's like you know, it's like. It's Conan. It's and I go directions. When you like, first heard it, yeah. When you first heard it, that's yeah. what it is, and it's always been Conan. Well, they even okay. say it in the then, movie. It's 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 in the movie. But then there's this, Arnold. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger says Conan. He says it correctly. Conan. He says yeah. it's Conan. As we did the Conan picture, I was in the California. We were doing all the things and things of that nature. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. <laughs> Matt. good. Get back to that theater. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. we're uh, I'm with Monolith now, right? And we're we're promoting the Batman game, and I'm like, guys, I can do Mr. Freeze, or sorry, <laughs> yes. Wait, that ah! yeah, is Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I've killed the dinosaurs, the Ice Age, and I'm like, find <laughs> an excuse for me to say that on video. <laughs> and there, yeah, there nothing here. Yeah, no, that's, that's no, that's a missed opportunity. Of, yeah, for sure. We'll see, we'll see. I'll work it in somehow. Don't worry. We need to do a survey on our Facebook page. Is it Conan or Conan? And just see, so you're gonna get those people that are like with the Sumerian. We're like, well, it's supposed to be a hard K. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Technically, I I think the truth is it is supposed to be Conan, and I'm with you guys. I kind of just want to say Conan because that's what I used to say, but I have transitioned over to Conan and I work on the brand. So I got to like, if only we had a device that had all the answers anywhere. If there were only a way. Yeah. See, I, that's <laughs> the thing. I don't know because we don't know what Robert E. Howard said. We know what Noble and Price uh, said he said. Yes, exactly. So I think but, but that's, as an archaeologist, Conan, uh, Conan. Yeah, that's as good as you're going to get. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> you got so, like, to read the team. I going to take that into account when you ask for, like, the pronunciation of the name. So. I guess the property owners get to call that now. Yeah. So I, I think Fred and Jay would want me to say Conan. I think they'd want me Probably. to say it properly. That's why I have, like, this hang up about it. I'm like, okay, I got <laughs> to get behind it and start saying it correctly. Wow. Okay, so from the web. I oh. have I have one of those devices that has the answers for everything. Holy shnikes. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There are there are there are three. Conan three. is the number one. Cone 
in, as in Conan, Cone, C-O-N-E dash I-N. And then there's Conan. That's the one. Yeah. It's Conan. According to all of the stuff that I've heard over and the And then years. there's the, the phonetic spelling is Conan, Conan. 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 What is best in life? <laughs> not this is good. So we have four it. ways of saying it. And Sarah, I think however you want to say it, since I agree with you, that's the way you should say it. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's a free country, unless you're from Canada, in which case it's uh, a socialist empire. This socialist hellhole, you guys, you don't know what it's like here. Bad. Like, you can give birth, okay? And, like, you don't have to pay for it. It's oh, no, no, it's stop rubbing it in. It's terrible. But no. the, the truth is, don't have kids, folks. There's no <laughs> <laughs> Matt's figuring that out. A little I love too my late. kids, but I didn't have them. You see, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just acquired them. You acquired them. Yeah. Yes, you acquired them. I'm yeah, happy that's what I would it. want to do. Yeah, I I split my pinky open. Being in the U.S. with you know bad health care, it's two thousand dollars to get this thing Holy stitched crap. together, and I Holy and I crap. had to put the band aid on it. Jesus. And I was like, is that is that going to get out of the itemized list at the end of this this bill that the, the band aid? Didn't charge like, you how, for the band aid? Oh, how I'm sure deep? they did. How could yeah. you charge? It yeah. wasn't that deep. I shouldn't have I even would, gone. I was going to say, I would have just wrapped it up with a piece of cloth and gone on my day. Oh, Super believe blue. me, yeah. being here and not in Canada, next time anything happens, it will be wrapped up and it will just see what happens. I mean, I saw Bone. I think that's why I went. I was like, ooh. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's. I that's, was like, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Bones was are supposed scary. to be. They're supposed to be on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not supposed yeah. to see the bones. But yeah, we should not pay $2,000 for four stitches. I think you're going to the wrong doctor. Oh, it was, it was at the They're ER. All no wrong doctor. They're all the wrong ones here. Seriously. It's a scam. Just, just to be fair, uh, if, if I had, like, I would have to go down to emergency. I wouldn't have to pay anything, but like, our healthcare is not perfect. Like it's, uh, it takes yeah, time. You wouldn't have to pay yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. You, you'd hang out for 12 hours and then eventually have no bone there. I, I hung out for four hours and still had to pay that. And yeah, four hours. Oof, still had to pay that. I guess it's maybe where you're at. I'm from small Sarasota. town. Yeah. yeah it's small it town, Illinois. They look at off. you like, did it fall off or out? And if it didn't do either one of those, they'd say just, well, that's away. where I need to come because I'm in this. <laughs> Not big, everyone's like, privy to shield town. health insurance and the super <laughs> super soldier serum. Yeah, see, Sarah, that's a problem. You're in a bougie town, so like you got, yeah. yeah. you know, bougie it up, give it cash in. Come on, what are we doing here? Yeah, ridiculous. I'm going out yeah. to Mayaka City next time. Now I know. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, go where life is a little harder. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll tell you the the worst experience I have with healthcare is I let my health card expire. And then I went to the doctor for an appointment. They're like, well, that's going to be $50. It's like, what? What do you mean? They're like, your health card's expired. We can't extract money from you. So you must pay. I was like, God damn it. So I have paid $50 for an appointment once. His life total of health care. He, he just keeps rubbing it in the wound. Yeah, no, no, bigger no, no. Bigger I get the, the, the horrible totalitarian <laughs> socialist taxes in this hell hole I'm living in. You guys. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so what about that Eggers movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We'll start this, going this, into politics. Uh, <laughs> let's talk politics. Let's talk religion. Let's talk whatever is happening in America right now. Let's Witchcraft. Talk about yeah. 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 And let's, and, and let's throw Conan in once in a while. And Conan, yeah. the pronunciation once more. Witches. Should we still burn them? <laughs> as long discussion. as the fire is made with books. Final thoughts. <laughs> Fire's made with books. That's good. <laughs> Um, oh boy uh, <laughs> i feel like that's the roar of laughter that signals okay here's the last All thing right. <laughs> here's the last thing i want to ask this is our lead out um you can take a second to think about it because dean can edit out the dead air what was your favorite <laughs> scene in the film i can go while you think about it because i definitely know what mine is and it's probably a surprise to no one that for whatever farts. reason, the what? It was the not farts? the farts. The <laughs> goddamn farts. Your goddamn farts. That's that's going back to the light. <laughs> no, dude, it was it was that the thing that really stuck with me with this film, and, and this is why, Dean, I said it's an instant classic, or it will be. And I really do, I stand by that. I don't mean like mm-hmm. a classic of American film. I mean more so that like in our little genre, in our little world where there's oh, okay. not a lot of great fantasy films and sword gotcha. and sorcery fair, I think it'll absolutely stand. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the climax of that film, the fight at that volcano is unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It, I really did feel there. The idea that it's all backlit, it's very silhouette. It's just probably the, most masculine thing I've ever seen. And I'm not like everything must be masculine, but I like reveling in that sort of stuff. It, it, it hits at something in here yep. because I'm not overly masculine. So I'm kind of like, I it's agree. a fantasy for me. I wouldn't say that was my favorite scene, but I agree that whole film. I mean, I was like, I feel okay with a little bit of toxic masculinity in this, yeah. but, <laughs> in this show. I mean, the lighthouse was kind of toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's like yeah. we get together, we get drunk, we're, yeah. we're farting, we're whatever. Um, but, and, and I'm really a big fan of films that stick the landing. Mm-hmm. It's huge for me. Your whole second act can be dog crap. But if you stick that landing, yeah. you're, you're still really good in my books. Yeah. And this film, I mean, I've, I've been, I told Sarah, I, I wanted to get back and see it again this week. She was the, the champion who did her homework and went to see it twice. Like, <laughs> my God, but that's, that's the scene I really want to see again. I was just kind of, it was kind of sublime for me, which I know is dramatic word choice, but. I'll go next. My favorite scene I know, and this is big spoiler was the scene where he was, uh, reacquainted with his mother queen gudrun mm. and she started the twist yeah the twist yeah and he straight up took her out and the little boy and all that good stuff yeah there was a lot that was, of, that that was, was a my charged favorite. charged scene yeah that was my favorite scene who's next well 
Well, Logan, I'll, I'll let you go because mine will last because I'm going to go really quick because mine was also Dean's and I, because I, I just didn't expect that. And mm-hmm. for, for me, when I'm like, oh, wow, that, I couldn't, I wasn't predicting that whatsoever. Usually I have it all like map in my head. This is going to happen next. But that's what I really liked about it. And just she yeah. was so cold and you can yes. feel that hurt like his whole life has been a mm-hmm. lie. And if you can relate to that on any level, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I feel so horrible that yeah. I'm not going to cuss again that witch <laughs> of a mother this is, how could you do this to your son so yeah that, no, that I feeling felt, of betrayal was really yeah and i felt good for him after he did it at first i was like oh wow he's gonna he killed his mother but then i was like no man he just got revenge on her for well, ruining. remember he he came back again yeah because they left when, mm-hmm. when she first revealed that then she i thought that was when he was going to kill her yeah and when he didn't i was like it was even more of a twist i'm like wow he, yeah. Now she's going to go tell everyone he just gave himself up. Like this right. is, mm-hmm. this is horrifying. Great. So yeah, so when he, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Logan. Well, I just, I just want to, uh, in reference to that scene, like Nicole Kidman, right. I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. She's actually been kind of nicknamed the ice queen at a particular point. Yeah. She was very cold. Um, I thought she was really great in that. I thought yeah. she was, yeah. I thought that was an inspired bit of casting. And I think I heard some rumblings where people were like, nah, wasn't that good? I thought she, I thought that was great. I did. I read that in uh, like on the internet, not any like real reviews. But... Yeah. Just some guy. Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah nah. for sure. <laughs> One of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What's your favorite scene, Logan? So, I mean, this isn't going to be a surprise to Dean, but, or, and Matt, but like, I mean, there's a lot of to love in the movie. I just didn't love any of it because it's just not my kind of movie, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, I think the part that I liked the most was the most Conan, which was the the Draugr in the crypt. Yeah, like, that was that's that was super what I cool. For um, spectacle, I guess, and there's a lot of spectacle, lots of good shots. The volcanoes, remember, like I remember the volcano really well, mm-hmm. and the colors, and the witch, and all that stuff. But like. It was a little slow for me, you know. You... <laughs> it, it... We didn't get enough cuts here. It was not Michael Bay enough. Yeah, not enough shaky cam. There was no Nicolas Cage, which yeah, was the, the zero, which, you know, if you're not going to use Nick Cage, come on. He's not. The Declaration of Independence didn't factor in anywhere yeah. in this yep, film. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that the crypt itself was a, a buried longship? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, watch wow. when, when you... When you see it a third time, Sarah. I think yeah. the most impressive thing to me <laughs> like, me out. <laughs> yeah. at the beginning were the details. Like, um, yeah. and I, I I am notorious. My friends and my girlfriend are like, why do you do this? But I look up spoilers a lot before I see things because I want to catch the details the first time. I like to be surprised. I want to know what I'm going into. And I only spend money on things I like. Yeah. In my- this one case, because Matt's a good friend, you know, but uh <laughs> I'll send I you went some... in and so I knew what things are. <laughs> and so like there's a headdress and I'm pretty sure it was Bjork's headdress. And yeah. now I'm kind of questioning if it was uh, Nicole Kidman at one point wearing something on her head. But I can't remember the article. Oh, Bjork. But, Bjork was... yeah, yeah, but it was uh, it's not from that area geographically and culturally. And his idea was that they were trading with a foreign country. Yeah. And that's how it ended up there. And I love that stuff. Yeah. So. And, and with the little puka shells of her eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. 
So I, I like the little details. Um, but the Draugr scene, I mean, I played Skyrim enough to like have waged genocide on Draugr. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a super cool scene. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no way, yeah. And then the sword itself, that it's only like effective at night. That was that a was cool, cool. That was I, yeah. that was really a cool yeah. twist. Yeah. I'm always a sucker for a magic sword, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I dug that. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I would give this movie on a scale of you know A B C D E F or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'd give it a solid A, just like my wife had said, a solid A. I can go a I good. Give not- all movies A. Going <laughs> <laughs> in 2011. They made it. Hey. <laughs> they made it. Nicholas Cage was in it. The Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Amazing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know what, though, Logan? I actually love that about you. And I, in some ways, I'm envious because, like, there's certain things I can't turn off. And, I mean, those are part of what makes me me and my experience and, and, you know, school I've gone to about these things and blah, blah, blah. But there's part of me that's a little bit like, damn. I wish I could just watch Conan 2011 See, and enjoy it. I, I kind of wonder, because you're, you're a teacher. I used to be a teacher. And that was my mentality with kids' homework. You did it. You should at least pass. But our school system is different than in Canada. So I don't know if that's, but we're also told, you know, like if a kid who struggles turns anything in, that's good. And the, the fact that this movie got made, was released in theaters, and people enjoyed it for the most part. That's an A. <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I cannot. I, I cannot it. disagree with that. No, I cannot disagree no. with that. I got to come back to that. That's yeah. fair. No, I got. I, I, I got to. I got to stew on that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You did it. Good yeah. job, Robert yeah. Eggers. Yeah. Good job. I mean, yeah. There's been some real stinkers. I've seen some TV movies. Like they've been mm. in theaters, and then I see them on TV. And I'm like, how? But again, like, but back to what you said, Logan. Did I make a movie? So right. shut up. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Until I do something, it's like yeah. I see all critics. Like, okay, well. Well, and criticism is valid. It's just it is. Like, it is. Yeah, for sure. How we gauge it. We have to. We right, have to right. Have yeah. And for some people, it's like, oh, my God, movies. I freaking love yeah. movies. They're so important to me. Like I can, there's a lot of movies I don't particularly like, but I can, I can count the things in there that I do like, right? Yeah. I can, I can yeah. always pick things out. And if there's a movie that gives me almost nothing, I will hate it. <laughs> like I will be like, you don't pass. Ow. I don't yeah. care that you handed this in. This is trash. Go back to grade three or whatever. And I teach junior high, so I would be busting them way back. Yeah. Well, I, I won't get into our, our education system yeah. compared to Canada. What are you talking about? Going back to politics again. <laughs> Wait, the politics, Medicare. What about these education systems? What's going yeah. on with these American children? Are they being left behind? I don't know. For Florida over here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're not, last not in education here in New Mexico, so Florida's got stuff on us. Wow, that's really depressing, Logan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so first of all, there's no stereotypes about New Mexico meth. There are no <laughs> stereotypes about Florida, Florida man, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> What about Illinois? Alligators, yeah. Dean, no one knows what <laughs> Illinois is. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Delaware. Chicago I mean, is Delaware. Just, yeah, all they think of is gangsters yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, which is just okay. New York. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. 
Yep, um, so. Delaware, Delaware water gap, it's polluted water where I came from, real good for the brain health. Just fun fact, look into yeah, it, it's, yeah. really, it's really depressing. Sarah, don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we need, to, we need to talk about these things, but I feel like if you and I start talking about them, we're going to bring each other down. We'll be like, did you see in Bridesmaids when she's on the plane and she's like, I'm afraid of flying. And she's like, me too. That will be us. But yeah. with, with <laughs> remember, remember, no bad thoughts keeps you young. Damn it, right. Dean, you're right. Also, you're right. you want to, but by Dean's logic, he shovels everyone's driveway in the winter and his back is strong. <laughs> you just got to do what you got to um, do. Something about that. All right. Doing good deeds. Yeah. <laughs> good deed, Dean, with the leather cap. Good <laughs> deed, Dean. Uh, with the leather cap. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's who, take are us you out. taking it out? You're going to take us out? I think I'm going to take us out with some Arnold. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, listen up, you cold-blooded bastard. That was a review on the Northmen. Tune in next time to the rogues who get into the house, and then you're going to hear more stories about how... Here is Sub-Zero. Now, Plane Zero. We'll see you next week. May your swords always remain sharp. <laughs> and now we're out. Part. And that will be the hidden track. Yeah, that'll be the hidden track. And the fast, the goddamn fast. <laughs> that was good. That was great. your daddy and what does he do here is sub-zero now plane zero you son of a bitch what's the matter dylan see how you got you pushing too many pencils you are not you you're me no shit <laughs> the riddle of steel. You cold-blooded bastard. I live to see you eat that contract, but I hope you save room for my fist, cause I'm going to jam it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. Yeah.